Welcome to Colonial Church's Deep Dive series. These sessions are meant to act as a companion to our messages, where we speak to our pastors about what went into the creation of the messages, flesh out some of the larger points, and get insight into what they hope some of the takeaways are, while also getting a preview of what's to come. If you haven't already listened to the companion message, we highly recommend doing so beforehand. Otherwise, we hope you enjoy these and grow in them. Hi, everybody, and welcome to what's going to be a special episode of Deep Dive today. I'm Chris, and I'm here with Pastor Maddie. Hello, everybody. <laughs> um, yeah, I say special because we're actually talking about something that's really kind of um, a hallmark of our church. You may have heard us say around church lately that um, last weekend was Vision Sunday, and we've also been saying things like Vision Season, and there's been talk about a lot of vision in our church lately. So um, I just want to take this opportunity with Pastor Matt to talk about what Vision Sunday and what Vision Season really is all about in our church, what it means to us as a family, and then kind of go over some of the highlights from this past Sunday, which was, of course, Vision Sunday 2020. So um, let's start with the idea of Vision Season and Vision Sunday, Pastor Matt. Yep. What what do those terms, those ideas, where do they come from? What do they mean to you and Pastor Jill? And what's kind of the heart behind all that? So I, I guess I should start by saying vision is really important. Um, you know, I think without vision, you know, the Bible talks about us um, casting off restraint, not being able to to see clearly. Um, one translation in Proverbs says that where there's no revelation, um, the people cast off restraint, run wild, um, live carelessly. And so for me and our church, vision is very important, having a defining Sunday about, you know, hey, this is the Sunday where um, we share kind of what God's put on our heart mm-hmm. and where we're going as a church. Um, that's really important. So so for me, it's kind of like vision is critical and we need to have vision in our church. We're always going to be a church that's filled with vision. Um, that might sound um, simple and elementary, but it's actually um, super important. And I think it's always worthwhile just saying um but what's happened over the last few years is every every sort of september october we have vision sunday mm-hmm. around that time usually september um so i think we're, we're sort of three or four years in now um and it's really defined our year um, really sets us up for the year ahead and and actually what happens is is we we now look forward to um our heart for the house offering mm-hmm. and our um you know, anniversary Sunday, which come up uh, in October. Mm-hmm. And we all sort of look to them with, with basically a huge amount of, um, um, I don't know, like just gratitude, just knowing that this is the vision, this is where we're going and we're starting to see it become reality. And now we're giving people the opportunity to partner with us in the vision, mm-hmm. give towards it, um, sow their life into it, so yeah. to speak. So what, what's happened is, and to answer your initial question, is it's gone from just being, hey, this is really important now to not just an event, but actually a part of our whole year. Yeah. And so that's why we call it a vision season. Uh-huh. It's because it sort of begins now as the school year sort of kicks off, a whole sort of new year begins, so to speak, for, for us um, in our world. Um, but it really kicks off you know, so many things for our church too. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. It's kind of like if you were to think like in a business sense, it's kind of like the fiscal year starts right now. Like this is a brand new Mm. year for us. And I know here it's on staff. We've 
been preparing for vision season and we we all do use vision season as like that marker to like okay this is transitioning into the new because it's it's new and it's exciting it gives us new projects and new focuses and just mm-hmm. really gets our gears going as far as what we're able to do and create here as a team um i think it's kind of amazing and this i don't know i've never been around a lot of churches that do anything like this so i'm not sure if this is unique to our church um, but what's what's incredible to me is it's very much you and Pastor Jill cast the large vision, and then you entrust all of us as staff and team to kind of run with that vision. Mm-hmm. Um, is that something that you had experienced elsewhere, or is that something that's like unique to you and Pastor Jill and your stylings when it comes to Vision Sunday, or how did that? Where did that come from? Yeah, I guess um, you know, coming from a church as, um, I guess, dynamic and um, innovative uh, and fresh as Hillsong Church, yeah. which is where we've come from, and also spending some time at Passion City Church, same thing there. I think houses that really uh, spirit-filled houses and ones that are just sort of always looking to the future and what God's going to do, they tend to be like this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a categorization. It's more of just an observation. Yeah, yeah. But I think... Um, but yeah, I think that's sort of shaped our journey and shaped our sort of leadership style. I think I've really leaned into Pastor Brian Houston, who is my pastor and the way that he leads. So I, I lend a lot from that. Um, but to be honest, I feel like it's what works and it's and it's what uh, what is the best. And um, yeah, I like I like that you make that point um, that you know we sort of share the vision, you know, um, just put the vision on display, so to speak, and then. A whole team collectively takes it forward. Yeah. Um, and I pray that over the years to come, our whole church, in a sense, takes it forward too. Yeah. This past Sunday, which was, of course was Vision Sunday, there was this... So we put the vision on display in a practical manner. We, we showed kind of a bunch of vision initiatives, which we're going to talk about a little bit later on in this. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this Sunday, especially, you really emphasize that this isn't simply a season that the church gets vision. This is a season for you to latch on to whatever vision God has for you personally. So was that a shift in the way you approach things? Cause it, it felt a little different for me sitting in the, in, in the congregation. Um, no, I think it's just the natural progression for us in a sense, because like just full transparency in the first year or two, we're trying to work out if we are a church, you know, yeah, yeah, in exactly. a sense, like we're just sort of like trying to, um, you know, just trying to work out like how legit is all this, you know, it's just <laughs> kind of like we need a place to meet, we need a place to to to, to do church, to, you know, you, you, when you're thinking about venues week to week, um, in a sense, you're just looking for people to, to buy into that. Yeah. And that's, and that's fine, you know, like that's just that, that part of that season, that stage we're at. And I, I love those days. They were awesome. Actually, I just took, I saw a photo today, um, someone showed me, Chris on our team, um, you know, of us, uh, someone snapped a picture of us like unloading into our U-Haul, um, uh, sorry, into our storage unit from our U-Haul and it just blew me away. I was just like, man, I can barely remember those days, but it was only probably three years ago. Uh, yeah, if that. <laughs> yeah, and so um, so back then we weren't really kind of, Vision Sunday looked a little bit different. It was more yeah. like, hey, we have a church and like we're looking to get in a venue. And as this, as the tent pegs have gone deeper, and as we've stretched them wider, um, it just causes things to be a little bit different. And I, I really have a heart for our people. And I think this is what you're alluding to. 
to express to our people, hey, don't see this as just what the church is doing and what's happening with with you know churches churches in general corporately but take this on personally yeah look to it look to the future individually personally for your family for your marriage for your kids for um for your career Mm -hmm. you know like partnering the vision of our church but but sow your life into it and see that you that you this is part of your vision as well Mm -hmm. for your own life that god wants you to have so yeah it's pretty cool pretty cool um revelation when we get that yeah that we're not just sowing into someone else's thing this is also my thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's powerful. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I feel like, I don't know, and I said this on Sunday, um, I was here early getting ready with the team, um, and I said to them, I feel like the Saturday night before Vision Sunday, I, like I was genuinely excited. Like it was almost like the night before Christmas type thing, you know, like, cause this is such a big day for us. And I think yeah. he even said it from platform. It's like, you know, there's Easter and Christmas and Vision Sunday for us. Like yeah. those are the big, our big three. Um, and it really is. I mean, and you really felt it across our church this year. There was a certain amount of vitality that I haven't felt before. And I, maybe there's a combination of, you know, it's been a crazy year Mm. and people are looking to this as kind of like that watershed, like, okay, things are here. We're back in church. We're, we're still moving forward with the vision. And I think it was really refreshing to have you and pastor Jill just kind of reiterate to the church, like, guys, we're still here. We're still dreaming. And this is what the next year is going to hold. And this is what the future is going to hold. I think there was a sense of like, of a sigh of like relief that, man, my church is still thriving. My church is still vital and vibrant after all that. And it was pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, So with Vision Sunday, there's always some types of announcement. And this year we had four types of announcements. And I want to kind of go through those. And the first one is kind of interesting because it was it was some moves in staff positions and um, we had some people kind of transition into new roles and everything. So maybe you want to talk about that. Yeah, just just very briefly. I mean, like it's it's exciting to talk about. It's just exciting to see the growth. But our church has grown a lot in the last so two years. Yeah. Um, and so Chris, awesome, who uh, Chris and Mal, great members of our team, amazing couple. Um, Mal's like the longest serving staff member yeah. on the team. Mal's been around since the very beginning. Um, and so they were pastoring our young adults and doing a fantastic job. The exchange. Um, yep. The exchange, yep. 18 to 30s on a Tuesday night um, here at church. And um, yeah, basically just doing an amazing job. And um, Chris has been really stepping up and um, has been doing lots of um, Sunday sort of things and duties and stuff like that. Um, wider role in terms of teaching, looking after some of sort of our discipleship streams and things like that. And we really felt like it was time for them to to, to move into a new season. And so Chris is um, now going to be taking on the role for the first time in our church ever. We'll have an associate pastor. Yeah. And that's Chris. Um, and so Chris is going to step into that. And Mal is obviously alongside him, but, um, but also... Um, being released into more creativity as our art director. Yeah. And so um, so she's phenomenal and we really want to release her to do, just take our creativity even further. So that's that's them. And then um, and then as a result, that was obviously going to leave a gap in exchange. But 
um, you know, we uh, we really felt like this was the time for the creases for Aaron and Liz, pastors Aaron and Liz to step forward and really take on this ministry um, and, and lead it into the new season. So I'm really excited about that as well because um, they're phenomenal leaders, incredible encouragers, yeah. um, worship leaders, communicators. I mean, they can literally do everything. Yeah, jack and, of all trades. Um, it's pretty cool. So... So they're going to lead exchange. They're going to really take the young adults of our church and grow that, um, yeah. build that. And, um, and yeah, so that was our, our sort of staff transitions announcements yeah. um, from Sunday. I love it because I think it just reemphasizes the idea of like this being a living, vital church. Like we are not stagnant. We are constantly moving. And like this is just an example of us growing and moving is having to kind of yeah. do some shifts that are all like – in God's timing and with his His plan. And it's just amazing to see happen. I'm super happy and excited for those guys who I love very dearly. Yeah, it's um, pretty cool. So, yeah, so that was one announcement. And then the second announcement, this is something new for us, mm-hmm. um, is a part of our larger kind of city care outreach. Um, and we called it the Joy Truck. So what is the Joy Truck and where did this <laughs> idea come from? Um, so the Joy Truck is pretty pretty awesome. Because we're going to we're going to be facing outward more as a church now. So, the establishment phase has happened, where you know we're, we're established as a church um, now, and we ha- now have a building and we now have a place to meet. And so, part of the new transition, new season that we're in is now. Okay, so how do we how do we outwardly face now? Mm-hmm. Because we've been inwardly focused, just trying to create and yeah. establish, and that's. That's totally natural, but what the church now needs to do, um, I believe any church needs to do this, is to begin to look at the needs of the community and begin to, to, to stop looking inward, so to speak. Not saying that was a bad thing, but that was definitely the season we were looking inward, just trying to establish. Yeah, it was necessary. Necessary, yeah, yeah. and then face outward now, to, to turn and face outward. And so, um, you know, we already have a city care part of our church, which is all about loving on our community, and we've got different sort of things going on there but um but this one's going to be coming in the next year we're calling it the joy truck is actually jill's um jill's baby so to speak (laughs) and uh and she's she's really fired up about it and i am too because i think this is a a really really cool opportunity for the people of our church to be involved and also the people of our community to be involved so we're really believing it's going to be a collaborative effort um involving restaurants cafes um, you know, people who produce food and clothing and stuff like that to get involved. And then also just on the truck itself, like um, we're going to take it to, to some of the um, car dealerships here in, in our city and talk to them about it and see if they would be want to be involved in helping us create this ministry. Yeah. Um, and so the idea is we'll take food, clothing, basically try to fill needs out there in our community. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, through the joy truck. So, you know, it's not necessarily people, people can't always come to you. Uh, sometimes we got to go to them. Yeah. So, what yeah. a what a cool community initiative! I, I'm really excited about it. It was the um, it was the one announcement that I knew the least about going into Vision Sunday, and it got me so fired up. Yeah, uh, um, hearing about it, and I really am excited and looking forward to it. Um, okay, so that's two down. The third announcement we made was kind of massive and really exciting for us as a church um so maybe you can tell us what that third announcement was yeah so the leadership college colonial leadership college is coming um in 2021 it's been this has been on my heart literally since day one as a church that we would have some sort of um training college some sort of um 
you know, um, some sort of course even. I, I love I love classes and courses that, that the church can provide. I think yeah. church needs to be a center of learning in our community. Um, you know, there's a whole lot of education institutions out there today that I, I would argue aren't uh, teaching what they <laughs> what, what, what's needed. And I think we need more than ever um, for Bible colleges to rise up for for you know. Um, people like churches like ours to, to have these streams. And so yeah. we're going to be launching Colonial Leadership College. It's going to begin in seed form like everything we do. So we'll be having just an internship program probably in the spring and fall of 2021. Okay, But um, it's pretty cool because we're able to partner with Hillsong International Leadership College. Amazing. And we'll be leaning into that partnership. So anyone who comes and does an internship program at Colonial will study online Hillsong curriculum. So they will get um accredited from hillsong they will get um you know their um their studies um done there so they'll study online with us um, but they'll be here on site um part of part of the time be helping build our church sort of on the job training type yeah and um and i'm excited about it because i believe through this we're going to still get people trained up and equipped but they get to stay here and build our church that's amazing and um and i'm passionate about that you know i think that like there's a whole lot of young people that are going to grow up in our church and want to do vocational ministry, want to be involved in church. And this way, they can stay here in the church they love, planted in the house, um, mm-hmm. and at the same time, get the necessary training and, and equipping they need. Yeah. I think it's so exciting because I was thinking about it too. Like the possibilities, especially right now, given the kind of environment that we're living in where international travel isn't as easy as it once was. Um, mm-hmm. For I'm just thinking about the the people that... We're thinking about going to Hillsong International Leadership College and we're hoping to travel to Sydney to go there and maybe camp for a year or so like that. And like just the ability for them to come down here or wherever they may live and spend some time with us, like that's going to open up so many doors and so many exciting pathways. Like this is really, really kind of an amazing opportunity for us. And as for for the church, you know, as, as a whole, just to be able to grow and expand. It's pretty rad, pretty rad, the possibilities and just seeing everyone light up to that possibility i think it's pretty pretty radical for mm-hmm. where we live yeah. um, around here for a church like ours to launch something like that you hear a lot of um you hear a lot of churches doing you know preschools and daycares and yeah. stuff like that which i i get makes sense and, and is a blessing um but to tackle something like this i think it's going to take uh, a lot of prayerful um consideration mm-hmm. uh wisdom and stewardship um but you just can't deny it. it's just a fantastic opportunity. So I'm super excited about that yeah, one. It's going to be amazing. I really am looking forward to it. I can't wait to just have new faces in the building all the time, just helping along with our vision and just our journey. It's just going to be, yeah, it's going to be a ton of fun. I'm yeah. really looking forward to it. Okay. So the fourth and final announcement that we made on Vision Sunday was a big one. And it was, you actually did a message along with it yep. um, titled A Stake in the Ground. And essentially to sum it all up, we have now moved into a phase where we have purchased the property surrounding our building. Yes. Um, five acres in total, if I'm correct? Yeah, a little over five acres. Okay. Um, pretty exciting stuff. Uh, yeah, I'm just like still blown away that we've even done it. Yeah. Um, but it is, a, it is a true stake in the ground. Um, Amazing. Naturally and then now spiritually. So, uh, so yeah, the big news is um, we sit on a, a piece of land here 
at 550 State Road 207. Come and join us. Come to church anytime. You're welcome. Amen. Um, but um, but yeah, basically there's a big there's a big uh, five acres of land. It's actually more than that. But this particular part that we were able to buy was the five acres, which is the mo- which is the majority of it. Um, but it's cool because it goes all the way back to State Road 3, 312. Or is it State Road 312 or is it County Road 312? I, I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. County Road 312. 312. Yeah, sure. um, Goes to 312, yeah. We yeah. Know that. So lots of numbers. So 207 is our frontage, um, which you know is one of the main arterial roads leading in and out of St. Augustine. And it's where I felt like um, we as a church needed to be strategically positioned years mm-hmm. ago. Um, and God um, has given us that. Um, and by the way, State Road 207 is the hot spot now for growth and development in our county like literally traffic um, jams <laughs> yeah yeah it's just gonna be it's just gonna be well hopefully not traffic jams no probably we not. still want people to get to church but um but really like because of um you know the access to i-95 from here and then also the pretty pretty quick access to downtown it just makes an amazing and then also the way it connects and tees into 312 which leads over to the beach. So it really is like the north, south, east and west oh, like yeah. type of deal. Um, and the cool thing about it too that that um, maybe I haven't sort of told too many people before, but um, but I've always believed that 207 was going to be the future of, of our city. Mm-hmm. So when, when I, this is crazy, but when I used to um, visit St. Augustine when Jill and I still lived in Australia, we would always come... And we'd always argue over which was the quickest road to take. 16 or 207. Yeah, 16 or 207. I was never a fan of 16 because um, I felt like there was too many lights. uh, There was too much congestion at 16 or 95. Um, I didn't like the way that 16 dropped you into the north end of town. Then you had to travel south to get downtown. And it just just seemed a little funky to me. And so I always was like, look, the simpler route is to go 207. I'm with you 100%. I hate getting off at 16. And as someone who has been at the airport a lot of times, um you know used to do it for a living um i'll tell you right now 207 is a much better way to go yeah and i'm being proven right uh <laughs> by what's happening so Amazing. uh 40,000 residents are going to move into 207 over the next decade and businesses are popping up development's happening and um by the grace of god we are um right here in the middle of it all and so what a time to be building, you know, the church of the Lord Jesus Christ that this world so desperately needs. So amazing. Here we are. Yeah. I just think it's amazing that, you know, we have been established as a church for around about five years now, and now we've made this step. And to me, the the title of Stake in the Ground was perfect because, like, I was just, I just visualized us just planting, you know, the flag of Jesus Christ right there. And it's like, mm-hmm. we're not going anywhere. Like, this is such a statement to our community and to our family. Like, guys, we're here. Yeah. This is ours. And we are we are moving forward with God's vision and God's plan. And that's and, incredible to me. And everyone's welcome. Yeah. And that's, that's so that's, awesome. That's the best part is that everyone and everyone's welcome to come and hear the um, hear the gospel yeah. preached every Sunday. So um, it's God's good. It's gonna be it's gonna be a crazy couple of years coming up. We got a lot of we got a lot of stuff to do. It's gonna be amazing. So, all right. Well, thanks for taking the time today to talk to us about Vision Season and Vision Sunday. I think it's really it's such a great hallmark of our house. It really is. I think yeah. everyone looks forward to it. Last year was the first year we did it here in this building, right? Yeah. 
And then this year, it's just we we pulled out all the stops, and I feel like every year we're just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger and more exciting. So yeah, it's exciting just to think what God could do, you know, in a year, and you know that what He's done in a year from last year, it's just it's just amazing. Like these last two Vision Sundays we've had have just kind of to me been almost like pinnacle moments in our church, and then to get to this Vision Sunday. And to just see what God has done and see what he's doing and, and what we're able to be a part of and the opportunities he's presenting us with. Yeah. It's just, you know, I just really want to encourage everyone to lean in. If you listen to this podcast, you know, really lean into what God is doing um, at our church. And, you know, if you're listening to this and you go to another church, I just want to encourage you to lean into the vision of that church. Um, because, you know, like like I've said before, you never come second by putting God first. And it's absolutely true when you decide to sow into the life of the local church um, that you're called to be planted on, planted in, um, you know, the futures never look so good for you because you just, you're, you're able to, um, I believe, get the most out of the season yeah. you're in. Um, and that's not just for the church, it's also for you yeah. and your family, your kids, everyone around you. So awesome. We hope that you got something from that and it challenges you to grow. Please share it with someone who needs to hear it and reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you and your thoughts on the message and this session. Until next time, God bless.